Are you excited and stressed about the Black Friday sales? Do you want to know how to avoid buyer's remorse and impulse buying? If you like the idea of saving money, flash sales, 50% discount, it's really hard for you to resist, right? So in today's episode, I want to talk about the two reasons behind your impulse buying's behavior and then give you three practical habits to avoid impulse buying. Hi, I'm Reina, Christian Money Mindset and Fun Money Habit Coach, and welcome to the Fun Money Habit Podcast. You will not be able to steward money wisely, earn without fear, and go to the next level financially if you believe that money is evil and being wealthy is bad. Let's talk about money from a biblical perspective and learn what the Bible says about it so you can reach your personal finance goal while keeping your heart on Jesus. If you are a Christian female entrepreneur who wants to seek God's first, earn more without fear, leave that tree, build up your saving and make an impact, you are in the right place. It's time to uncover the limiting belief and the self-sabotaging habit that are keeping you stuck financially and let God heal your relationship with money. So grab your Bible, a pen and paper, and let's do this. The crazy season is almost here and I know so many of you will soon be under a lot of emotional and financial stress because of the expectation that come with this season. So you need to understand why you shop and I wanna give you some very simple steps so you can stop overspending and avoid debt before the end of the year. I just want us to break the habit of spending to impress, to get approval or to show love. If you love shopping, Black Friday sales and any promotion for that matter get you excited and in trouble at the same time. So today I want to talk about why you impulse buy and give you three simple habits to help you avoid impulse buying any time of the year. So first let's talk about impulse buying, which is often misunderstood and many tips and tricks do not address the root issue so will not help you change long term. Impulse buying is simply buying something you were not planning to buy that day, but at that moment, the deal seems too good to be missed and you felt that it was something you could not go without. I personally find myself impulse buying often at the grocery shop on chocolate. I would buy M&Ms which were strategically placed right by the checkout counter and had a beautiful red cell tags on. So because I know my impulse buying behavior and my triggers, I consider those impulse buying purchase in my spending plan. So when I go shopping, it gives me permission to spend while still being on budget. That's a cool way to find freedom in your budget and make things fun. Hence why you need to understand your number, yourself, your spending habit, so that you can create the right plan for you. Depending on what you impulse buy on, impulse buying doesn't always mean overspending. When you impulse buy occasionally, it's okay. We all do it and it does not necessarily break the bank. However, if impulse buying has become a habit, this will keep you in debt. So you need to look deeper and identify the root issue behind those spending habits. 
When it comes to impulse buying, I can see two main reasons behind your impulse buying behavior. First, the perception of gain or loss. And second, an emotional need. So what do I mean? My husband, who is the spender in the relationship, will often tell me, I got us a good deal, I just bought this because it was 30% off and we save X amount of money. Sounds familiar? You impulse buy when your brain perceives the buying opportunity as a gain or a loss. And depending on your personality, your brain will focus on either the gain or the loss scenario. Different perspective, but same result, impulse buying. So let me give you the two scenarios so you can understand better. Imagine you are receiving an email from your favorite shop and it says 48 hours flash sale 50% off. What do you do? For some, the inner dialogue sounds like, whoa, this is amazing. I can buy that now and save 50%. In your mind, you think this is normally $400, but if I buy now, I will save $200. Your brain sees the gain. Your brain is only focusing on the saving and the reward you will get from buying now, the $200 off. The second scenario, on the other hand, different personality, your brain focuses on the loss. Same email, different perspective. Your Mine and inner dialogue could be, if I don't buy within the 48 hours, I will miss out on the $200 saving. That thinking pattern creates fear and your brain focuses on what you will miss out on if you don't purchase now. One focuses on the gain and the other one on the loss, but both thinking patterns make you buy the product. This is one of the most common marketing techniques and it always works because as humans, we do things to try to avoid pain and for our scenario, that fear of missing out, or we want to find pleasure, get that good deal. But in both perspectives, you totally ignore the fact that you have to spend $200 to get the items. So the reality check here is if you didn't need to buy that item in the first place, spending $200 is not saving money. So when you are about to buy something next time, stop and ask yourself, will I buy this if it was not on sale? So the gain or loss perspective, or what I could also call the reward versus the fear, is one of the first reasons you impose buy today. Second, you impose buy to feel an emotional need. Emotional buying happens because you want to feel better and reduce or ignore your current emotional state. And you believe that buying something will satisfy that need. Often say that shopping is like retail therapy. That's because when we buy something we like, it feels good and satisfying in the moment. But we all know that later on, Buyer's remorse is real. Emotional buying can look very differently for everyone, but the common point is justification. For example, it's your birthday or you had a very bad day. Do you find yourself spending and justifying your purchase? At that moment, your brain is totally irrational and the inner talk is often, I need this, I deserve it. You will justify your purchase because of the way you feel, which was influenced by the way you were thinking in that moment. 
Hence why I always say you need to work on your emotion and your thought is so important. Tell me, when you are under a lot of stress, business is not so good, marriage life is difficult, do you find yourself impulse buying and overspending? If you say yes, then shopping may have become your coping mechanism. And it's your way of escaping reality for a moment and finding some joy. But you know that this is really short-lived. I will repeat it again. Emotional buying happens because you want to feel better and reduce or ignore your current emotional state. And you believe that buying something will satisfy that need. You can be stuck in a really bad loop. That loop will be like, you are feeling bad, so you need a quick pick-me-up. So you go retail therapy. You get that quick high, it feels good. Then later on, you feel guilty and bad again. And then that loop starts again because shopping is how you cope with your emotion. This is a vicious cycle. That is why when I work with my client, I don't want you or them to think You need to cut your credit card, go cash only and stop spending as your first response because this is not dealing with the core issue. You need to face your problem and having a coach can facilitate the process and help you see your blind spot. If you are an impulse buyer, you will justify your behavior by saying that it was a special, you got a deal, you saved money or you just felt that you needed it and you could not do without because you needed it to feel happy and essentially you deserved it. So that's why you bought it in the first place. We all do it at some point. So don't feel bad. But what I would like you to do instead is learn to understand your spending habit. What does your spending habit is trying to tell you about yourself, about the situation you're in and also who or what you go to to find satisfaction. We live in a materialistic world that will bombard us with messages that you will find happiness, you will find freedom if you have X, Y, and Z, accumulation of staff, money, accolade, title. But God says in Luke 12, 15, watch out, be on guard against all kinds of greed Life that not consists in the abundance of possession. More stuff will not bring you the true joy you can only find in Christ Jesus. Don't get me wrong, I love a good deal. And when you spend according to your value, live intentionally and focus on your priority, Black Friday sales can be used to your advantage. And that's what the VIP method is helping you do, finding the right system and using money as a tool while keeping God's first and as the king in your life. So sales and Black Fridays are not the problem here. It's us. Is how do we see that sale? Why are we spending the money in the first place? This is what we need to really dive deeper and understand the spending habit, the emotion, the thought, the triggers behind what we do with our money. So before I give you the three simple habits, there's two things I want to say. First, things are not easy financially for many people nowadays. And because of our culture of buying presents for everyone over Christmas, be aware that your friend and family right now may get into debt to just keep up with the tradition. What if this year you change things up a little? I know that nobody talks about their financial difficulty, 
But what if when you buy expensive stuff for your friend and family, they may feel the pressure to purchase something of the same value and get into debt for it? Personally, I will hate to know that. We don't all have the same wallet. Even if on the outside, things look fine or things look the same, appearance can be deceiving. What if for the adult in the family, instead of buying gifts, you create a new tradition? What about getting together where each other brings something to eat and drinks so you can all reduce that financial burden on each other and instead share a very special time celebrating what is most important in the first place, the birth of Jesus. I know it will feel strange at first, but you know what? Many in your family cannot afford all those gifts, the travel, etc. So why not drop all the expectation and be happy to just be together without expecting anything in return? If you have kids, buying presents may not be what they want from you either. For example, my sister-in-law kids have often asked us to have a special day out together with me and my husband as their gift. They already had all the things that they needed, but the time together with my husband, what was they wanted to do more? So for you this year, ask them the question. They may actually want to spend time in the park having a picnic and just enjoy your company for the whole day. I really believe that it's time for us to stop thinking that you can only show them love through what you buy or how much you spend on them. Because this is not what love is. So this year, can we just stop the cycle and talk to each other about a new way of celebrating Christmas? Let me know if you're up for the challenge. The other thing I want to say is if you are a shopper, please do not do a no spend during Black Friday week without the right guidance or pre-work. If you think that not spending money this week is a great idea, I will say watch out. You may get so frustrated that you will spend so much more afterward and have to pay full price because the specials are finished. If you suffer from impulse buying behavior, do not go with the band-aid approach like a no-spend week. You need to first do the inner work and identify the reason behind the spending in the first place. Yes, cash only or no-spend day are techniques that can be used to help you implement a new spending plan, but only once you understand yourself and your spending habit better so you don't feel restricted nor frustrated. So with this out of the way, let's talk about the three simple habits. The main problem with impulse buying is that our brain focuses on the wrong thing. So how can we change that? Those three simple habits that I'm going to share right now, you will be able to apply them to stop impulse buying. And as we're different, some of the habits will work best for some and not for others. So please try them. Habit number one, Focusing on your why and being okay with the no. I repeat, focusing on your why and being okay with the no. When you say yes to purchase something today, that means that you say no to something else. Are you happy with that no? You can buy something now and you get that instant satisfaction, but if you delay that purchase, you could get something else you want more. That is also called delay gratification. So the habit I want you to try, focus on your big why and your financial goal. Is buying those stuff today delaying your debt-free date? 
or lifestyle? Is buying all those stuff today preventing you from investing in your growth and a coach? Is buying all those things today will prevent you from saving money for a family vacation and being debt-free at your return? If you impose buy today just because of the sales price, are you okay with the no and what you will not be able to do later on? I want you to ask yourself when you are in the shop, will I buy this if it was not on sale? Because impulse buying is an impulse, you need to have a cue to remind yourself of those goals while you are shopping so you can stop yourself before you open your wallet and give your credit card. So you can go from that irrational brain to the logical brain in an instant. So remember, impulse buying happens in the moment. We need to interrupt that pattern and having a cue or something to remind you of your big why, that can help you stop that impulse. The second habit is permission to purchase with tracking. Shopping is fun for so many of you, so I don't want you to feel restricted or frustrated and like you can't shop, not at all. But what I want to teach you is how to budget for funds, which will give you the permission to shop, but there's a catch with it. You need to track that spending. And that's what I mean, but I can give you the permission to spend with tracking. Black Friday is a great time to do Christmas shopping. And I personally like to have everything done by then. What we do with my husband is we write a wish list of what we want to buy, what we need to buy, but most importantly, how much it costs full price right now. That wish list will help you in two ways. One, it will help you shop more on purpose and also help you reduce those impulses because you will now be able to actually judge if the deal that is presented in front of you is actually a good deal because you knew what the full price was a week ago and now you can see if the special is actually worth it. When you compare what it was before and what it is with the special, you're not saving that much. So it may help your brain decide and think that this is not a good deal, I'm not going to buy now. And I have on my blog, www.funmoneyhabit.com, several blogs about saving on Black Friday, stacking your saving, being more organized for Christmas so that when Black Friday comes, you can really buy and get the best deal for your family with all the tips and tricks on how to do that. So I will leave the links in the description. Make sure you go and have a look at it because I also have a link to a masterclass on how to have um, a debt-free Christmas. So that may be helpful for you. The habit I need you to start and apply is to budget for fun and track the spending. It will look like this. Before you even go shopping and before Black Friday come, you already have a budget in mind. Then you need to track that spending. Tracking is magic. It can help you stop the hype of shopping and give you great awareness of what is happening in your finance in that moment. When you combine this habit with the wish list, shopping becomes like a game of finding what you want for the best deal and getting all you need under budget. So try it out and let me know what you think. And the third habit is feel the emotion and renew your mind. Emotional buying can be the hardest thing to stop, but it can be done. 
I work with a client who had the habit of going to the restaurant pretty much each week on the same day, even though she had food in the house. So I dug deeper and we find out that she was going to the restaurant because she felt lonely and she wanted people to look after her. As you could see, her impulse buying behavior were to feel the need of being taken care of. Together we created a plan so that when she felt this way, she recognized the emotion, understood the need, and looked for joy and way to fulfill her need without spending money. The one simple step I gave her was to put worship music on when she felt alone so she could remember that God always love her and that he will always take care of her so she could renew her mind by focusing on who God is and her identity in him. A week after our call, she told me she did not go to that restaurant and that she could not believe that after just 90 minutes with me, I have helped her find out why she was spending money the way she was and doing what she was doing all those years. So if like me, Black Friday is the time you do all your purchase for Christmas and you don't want to buy anything and everything, you need to listen to your emotion and get to understand what they are trying to say. The habit I need you to do is to stop, take a deep breath and ask yourself, how am I feeling right now? Are you feeling jealous, angry, sad, lonely, bored, hangry? Identify the emotion, feel it, and capture the thought behind it. Then take it to God and remember who he is for you and what he has done so that in your weakness, he can be your strength and he can renew your mind. Impulse buying and spending money the way we do sometimes is just operating from the flesh. But when we focus on Jesus, we are then operating from the Spirit and the Spirit will make us act in a totally different way. Your thought influences your emotion. Your emotion impacts your action and your action will impact your wallet. You need to realize that our biggest need is to be loved and to be accepted. And the greatest news is that because of Jesus' sacrifice, you have both as a daughter of the King. You are loved by God and you have been chosen by Him. All the stuff, money, education, success will never satisfy you and give you the freedom you crave for. Only leaning on God will give you all that you need and so much more. If you create the habit of taking a deep breath, remembering, okay, how am I feeling right now? Then taking it to God, you get the chance to take things back that you actually don't need and you just purchase it because of the way you felt. Or if you were online, to just leave it in your cart and think about it for the next 24 hours. You get the power back in your hand by just giving yourself that little pause to understand why have you grabbed that thing in the first place. So impulse buying will happen, but we can reduce the amount of time we do it and how much money we spend by understanding the reason behind our spending, identify the need we are trying to fill and the triggers, and then we can create the right habit and boundaries with God's help. 
So to recap, today I shared that there are two main reasons for your impulse buying behavior. The first one is the gain and loss perspective. When you think that you are saving money, that this is a great deal and you gotta buy it now. The second thing is emotional buying. You're trying to feel a need. Both will make you spend money irrationally and totally ignore the fact that when you spend money, you're not saving it. Plus, remember that nothing in this world can offer you full satisfaction from your biggest needs of being loved and feel like you belong. Only Jesus can do that. Your credit card or sales are not the enemy. Your spending behaviors and your emotions are. So you need to identify them and learn to know what they are trying to say so that you can change them and ask God for help. The three habits you can try to apply now to avoid impulse buying behavior are one, focusing on your why and being okay with the no. You need to have a cue to remind you of your biggest goals so that you know that if you buy something now, that you actually don't need in this moment, you are saying no to something you want more later on. Two, the permission to purchase with tracking. You can go shopping and I want you to have fun with your money, but you also need to learn to track so that you're aware of what you're doing. You need to be empowered by your money decision and you can only do that when you know your number and you're tracking your spending. Third, feel the emotion and renew your mind. You've got to identify the way you feel, but most importantly, capture the thought behind it. So you can ask God to renew your mind if it's totally not in accordance with his truth and what he believe and say about you. So next time you go shopping, get organized, have a list, have fun, track, 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 plus always remember your identity in Christ because in him you're loved, and you're enough. As I said before, the reason why I talk about some very simple biblical truth with my coaching and this podcast is because in this materialistic world, I want you to seek God first. He is truly the only one who can satisfy your deepest need. Plus, once he changed your heart, he can change your habit too. As I said before, there are links in the description for blog posts that will show you how you can save this coming Black Friday and also how to get organized for Christmas so you can have a debt-free Christmas this year. So don't forget to check them out. I hope you liked today's episode. So let me know what was your biggest takeaway from today's and make sure to tag me at Christian Money Mindset on Instagram. Thank you again. Happy shopping. If you enjoyed this episode, Please let me know by leaving a review and don't forget to share the podcast so others can find it too. If you're ready to steward your money wisely and shift your money mindset, jump on a free call so you can get some clarity on what you should be doing next to reach your money goal, become financially confident and honor God. I cannot wait to talk to you. It's time to create fun money habits. Let go of your money blocks and let God heal your relationship with money. But remember, true wealth is found in Christ alone. Have a blessed day.